Hello and welcome to the Kinetic Fitness Show, where we inspire you to live a longer, healthier, happy, and more joyful life. We cover everything you need to know to be optimally healthy in your mind, body, and spirit. Are you ready to become the ultimate version of yourself? Well, let's dive into another episode with your host and guide by your side, Allie West. Mr. Daniel Tyndall, welcome back to my podcast, currently called The Kinetic Fitness Show. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good to be back. Yeah, second time. Yeah. When was the last time? That's a good question. a year ago, wasn't it? It might have been longer. Mm, Might have been longer. It was a while ago, and we had a good chat, didn't we? We did. And then I came on your podcast. Yes, you did. Tell the listeners and the audience what your podcast is called. My podcast is called The Make Ready Podcast. Boom. Check that episode out. We had yeah, a really good, good chat, didn't we? Yeah, it went down very well. Very yeah. well. It was a good chat. Yeah, yours has gone Got down deep. well as well. Mm. Probably had a fair few listens now. Yeah, we did get deep. We're going to get deep today, though. Yeah. There's no other way, is there? I don't know another way. No. Mm. Got to go deep. What do you think to my uh, new setup? Mm. I like it. I'm liking the digging the black tiles on the wall. Yeah. So for the listeners, I've just set up a recording studio at last. It's only taken me three years in my gym. It's all done properly now. So this should sound good. Crystal clear. Crystal. So you've been on the podcast before and I've been on yours. So people can check those out. I don't know what number your first one was. This is probably going to be, I don't know, like 130 something. And then yours with me on was number nine. Is that right? Episode nine of yours. Yeah. Which is good. So that people can check them out. But, just to start off with, can you tell the listeners a little bit about you, who you are, what you do? Who you are is always a difficult one because mm. we're learning every day who we are. Yeah. But just... Ever-changing. Yeah, just give us a bit of info on you. Yeah, so I'm a mindset and men's work coach. Um, I run a, my business called Make Ready and we focus on helping men develop their mindset and that's a mixture of your attitudes and beliefs and your mindset impacts all areas of your life, business, relationships, lifestyle, you know, your financial financial situation, everything you can possibly think of your mindset effects. So that's why it's fundamental in my eyes to developing um, men's work. Men's work is about uh, going in and understanding how we can change our inner world and how that then impacts our outer world. And it often does come down to being vulnerable and getting into the stuff we often shy away from. Um, so it's about supporting men through that. Um, a big part of it is bringing men together and getting comfortable, being uncomfortable and vulnerable. Um, and yeah, it's exciting. Um, it's really rewarding, really rewarding. So um, I do a mixture of coaching and um, in-person men's circles where I bring men together to do the work together so yeah i have a podcast the mate ready podcast that's been a bit quiet lately as i've been focusing more on the men's circles um and i write a blog as well where i share just some little wisdoms and information and a big part of what i do is trying to get people to question their beliefs yeah question their mindset um and just dig deeper and question everything love it so yeah absolutely love it and i love the work you're doing 
Thanks, the men's man. circles are epic. So if there's any guys, we'd say in the UK, because we've got people coming to them from all over, or yeah. you've got people coming to them from all over. So if you're in the UK listening to this, and you're a guy, and you want to come in, do some work, the deep work mm-hmm. in a safe space, then get yourself down to uh, one of Daniel's men's circles. Yeah. They're the what? Every, every other Wednesday? Every other Wednesday at the moment. Uh, the, the plan is to do them more frequently as they grow and expand and we have more men and the word spreads. Yeah. Um, they'll be every week eventually. But yeah, we hold them in Derbyshire. And yeah, we get people from Liverpool, Scotland. We've had this the furthest so far. That's so, mental. Yeah, that's that's wicked. Yeah, he came down that morning and left it the day after. Stayed at one of the other men's houses and yeah so that's that's pretty that's special, really that's great yeah that's amazing love it let's let's rewind then where did this all start so when did you decide that right i'm going to get into to the men's work i'm going to get into the mindset side of things i'm going to start helping other guys with their with their mental health and with with their mindset where did this come about take me through the the, the journey of it and how it it's, it's come about and evolved mm. so um so I, I was a personal trainer i started off as a personal trainer uh, i wanted to help people i was an over like really overweight kid um, i lost a lot of weight and I, I wanted to help people do the same um i was young and i struggled to get through to people i just could not understand why I'm giving you all this knowledge that I never had. I had to go out and graft and do it on my own, but someone's paying me for a service. I'm giving them the information. It's not listening. I'm like, man. And I was too young, too early on to really understand what the, what was missing. Um, uh, then went into other, I went into sales jobs and got into property development and other bits, which I enjoyed and adapted. But there was this common theme that I, that was coming across that there was a big difference between people, the successful and the people who were just coasting um, and learning a lot from different mentors over the years and started to develop. It was, it was mindset. It was your attitude. It was any, what you believe you can do and any self-imposing barriers that people put on themselves or they're just priorities are different and um, they're not seeing their full potential. Um, so that that was coming through a lot, and it wasn't until I had a really bad patch of depression um, a few years back, through pushing too much with business, to chasing money too much, trying to be bigger than I was. I was trying to run before I could walk, mm. um, and that sp- spiraled me. Um, and I was already working with a mentor at a time, um, and he was yeah self development mindset, you know, um, spiritual growth. Um, and so I really had him as a crutch, as, as, as a support, and I'm very blessed to have already put myself in that position to reach out for help earlier on in my, in my, in my life, a few years earlier. Um, and then, it, yeah, I think it's through that. I was like, do you know what? I need to go back to serving and, and to helping people and mindset coaching and make ready was sort of born out of that through like while I was in the depression it was something I could start developing to give me something to focus on it was something I could control yeah the the situation I was in with the other business was a waiting game and fingers crossed game there was nothing I could do um so yeah that's how make ready was born out of that and I was like you know I really want to help people and 
yes, I need to make money. Um, but actually, for me, the, the focus is on serving and helping other people because that's what I, that's what I've always wanted to do. Um, yeah, so it came out of that, and um, and I guess getting into and, and through that and working for my mentor, um, and then opening up my eyes into men's work, um, which is an area is what I want to help men. That was already my demographic because I'm a man, yeah. and you know, and and I think we need we really need it, especially with the, around the mental health and opening up and everything. Um, that's where I was like, yeah, I want to work with men. And then I, I d discovered men's work as a sort of collective name for it. Um, and that opened my, up my eyes to um, other people doing this work. And that was on the back of, like, I'd been to a few mindfulness retreats, you know, started, really got into my spiritual development and Buddhism, meditating, all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then got into other cacao ceremonies um, i've not done one yet i need to do not, one yeah yeah because yeah, I, I sorry to interrupt you mate but i had uh helen miller on who mm. came on the show and that's her area of expertise is the really? cacao ceremonies mm. and she's like you've got to do it you've got to do it and i was like yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i've still not done it so really? i need to the meant to be great at holding them my partner yes so venus. you have to venus will yeah shout out to venus shout out to venus um yeah she's she's very good at yeah, holding space for that so we'll, we'll get that organized come come to the land and and we'll uh have some cacao um but that and then getting into that environment where you're in a circle of people and and granted originally like i started off in a mixed genders through retreats yeah and then and it's a very vulnerable thing to do. Like I'd never done it before. I'm quite self-aware emotionally because of my mentor and all the, the work I've done on mm. myself. But then to admit it or open it up and speak to other people, whew, that's a different ball game. Um, but yeah, and then so through that and and actually it was my me, meeting my partner that was like, "Have you? Do you know what men's work is?" I was like, and she basically labelled that what I was already doing. She yeah. was like, "It's men's work." I was like, "Oh, I haven't heard that label before." She was like, look at these guys. And she, um, uh, and we went to a, a, another cacao cer ceremony. And the guy there was like, come to Men's Fest. I was like, I don't know about this, what's this? And, um, and it was incredible. Went there this year, it's like 120, 170, I don't know, you know, over 100 men. Is that so a weekend or a day? Or it was a weekend. Weekend, yeah. Uh, workshops, sharing circles. Boom connection straight away loads of strong men being vulnerable working on themselves not pointing the finger at anyone else not doing like what can i do today to be a better father brother lover member of society incredible yeah, yeah so yeah. much power powerful work was done there so yeah it's beautiful that's sort of the journey that got me onto it really. yeah amazing amazing were you am i right in saying when you were younger and maybe still so now, are you quite an introverted person? Yeah. 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 So for someone who's like that, who's very introverted, maybe not so outgoing, keep themselves themselves. Mm. What advice would you, you give to someone that's like that, but wants to do this, mm. this work and wants to, um, to help themselves because ultimately that's what it boils down to doesn't it you need to you need to have that desire 
to want to better yourself or get yourself out of a a low, Mm -hmm. whatever that may be, you need that desire in the first place. But some people might be thinking, well, I I don't want to go to a men's circle or I don't want to do this work because I'm, I'm introverted or I'm shy. So I'm keen to know what your advice would be to those guys. Cause I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm not introverted and I never really have been, I suppose maybe when I was at junior school, I might've been a little bit, but as soon as I hit, hit kind of 11, 12, I was just outgoing. What's your advice to those guys? It takes practice. And, um, I think it's understanding that it takes a willingness to go out of your comfort zone. And that's a big thing I've had to do as with a lot of people, I relied on alcohol um, and I, I stopped drinking about three three years ago now. Nice um, work. Thank you, man. Um, and that was a big game changer for me because it was like, shit, I've got no crutch now. I've got to work on myself or else I'm going to be a hermit. Yeah. And it's not what I wanted and it's not how I was going to achieve what I wanted to achieve. So it was just taking steps. In was the- alcohol a way for you to come more out of your shell? Was, yeah. Did, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was, you know, like, I've, like, through a book... I read a book by Dr. Elaine Aron called uh, The Highly Sensitive Person, which actually opened up my eyes a lot, a lot. So if you're like sensitive, and and this doesn't mean that you break down and cry a lot. This means you're sensitive to noise, busy situations. Um, You pick up sounds, like all of those kind of things. So it's funny, actually, since giving up booze, I've realized that actually I don't even like being in a busy, crowded pub. Yeah. because I get distracted too much and I find it hard. It's just a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Almost um, a bit ADHD. It's just not. a sensory overload. Yeah. It's just like, this is too much. Yeah. Um, and it, I find it, it, it's more that it's just really draining. Got you. Like okay. it drains the energy. Sucks your energy. Yeah, yeah, I need to go out and recharge by being on my own and, be, mm. um, and, and having some space. Um, but alcohol was definitely a, a, a thing that I relied on from the age of 16 or whatever to... Dutch courage. Dutch courage, man. And and the, the society is that that's, you know, that's and that's the norm and that's okay to use it. But yeah. actually, um, I had my reasons for, for quitting um, and it was by quitting. I was like, right, I still want to do the stuff. I still want to socialize and I actually want to achieve a lot. Did you, did, did you quit because you didn't feel as if you could control the drinking? Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. Uh, so for me, it's like I'm just a kind of all or nothing person. Yeah. Okay. I, I ran bloody 50 mile ultra marathon yeah. around my local park last year. Yeah. 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 You know, just because. I think that's an entrepreneurial thing. I think yeah. when, you, when you're when quite a driven uh, entrepreneurial kind of person, you are very much all or nothing. I'm, mm. I tend to be like that. I'm either in it and I'm all in yeah. or yeah, I'm not that bothered. Yeah. yeah. yeah so exactly. it's interesting that you say that. Yeah. And so with alcohol, the thing for me is it's just hard to stop. You know, like I'd have a beer, a beers, four beers, eight beers, 10 beers, a light nights. I I'll walk away from a night and be like, oh, I did well today. And I yeah. actually tried and then I'll count up the beers. I'll be like, I had 10 pints. Yeah. I was terrible at hangovers. And then that fucks you so for much. the next three, four days, yeah, especially when you tip over 30. <laughs> oh, mate, it's horrendous. And yeah. I've never been good with hangovers, so the amount of days I wasted doing that. Um, and I just didn't like the person I was when I was drunk, and mm. especially as my mental health was deteriorating. Stuff came out when I was drunk, so I'd get angry or upset or just irrational because all this stuff inside was coming out. Yeah. And I was like, hang on, this, is, this isn't okay. So... Um, 
and it's just something I don't like the drink culture in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, You've spoken it, quite heavily about that yeah, on your podcast. I was just and stuff, out of yeah. alignment. Like, this is not a belief. I was doing an action that I didn't actually believe in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, we could go down so many oh, rabbit holes with that. I know, I know, I know. Oh, keep going with your but, story. And but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I quit drinking. Um, what was the, uh, where were we on that, on that path? Um, basically, so. You could I'll, control. I was talking about control. So I, control. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, so, so basically, I couldn't stop. And it wasn't like my mentor, it also, like, so my mentor is an ex alcoholic. So it's basically, and in um, AA, you, you become a, a mentor, a um, sponsor, and yeah. help other people. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. how he got into coaching, yeah. was from that path. And he always said to me for years, Daniel, I think drinking's a problem. Mm. And obviously, like, and I, and I would say that to everyone as well, not everyone, but I think if you have a, if you, binge drink then there's probably something there um so he kept you know just just pointing and highlighting it and it was eventually i caught it on i was like do you know what you're right i just didn't like it so i needed to go it yeah. just wasn't serving me yeah. ultimately have you ever been into anything else uh that's kind of in a addictive nature so for example uh drugs or sex or gambling or is it was it i know you wasn't addicted to alcohol but it, was that the only kind of thing anything else in the past like that or sadly, not? sadly the ongoing thing and from my past that has come up over the past year and something that i am struggling with is binge eating okay yeah yeah not yep. spoken about much yeah um and actually it's the worst one in my opinion mm. because you can't give up eating yeah you know i can you can give up everything else i've yep. smoked before quit that you can get rid of that you don't need it in your life you don't need alcohol in your life you need to eat food yeah um, so that's that's something. Or that, do you? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, it's, so yeah, binge eating when I was a kid was a coping mechanism. Yeah, you know, um, it was a way that I could regain some control and mm. comfort when I wasn't supported. Um, and that has, it's funny actually looking back, that's cropped up at various areas in my life. And this is a, what I mean about doing the work is about understanding where these things come from. And trying to unpick them so you don't keep repeating cycles. And then if I look back, it was like either binge eating or alcohol, binge eating. And, and like when I was out using alcohol as a crutch, my diet was spot on. Mm. Alcohol goes, oh great, uh, I'm back at eating. Or I'm reliant on, co I'm overdoing the coffee intake, you know, sense gratification. Yeah, yeah. There's and it, but it's, it's, it's patterns and programming, isn't it? It's hard yeah. to, it's hard and difficult to unpick it and then also to i'd guess wipe the slate clean and 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 mm. put new programs in and that, yeah. i think we've probably spoken about this before uh this is why i think a lot of people are reluctant or scared to do the work because mm. it's so fucking difficult it's pandora's box man yeah and then it's never ending and once you're in you're not get you yeah. can't you, you can't, can't go just back. Put the lid back on. No, you, you can't. can't go back. No, it's like a spiritual path. Once you, yeah. once you, once you become spiritual, whatever that mm -hmm. means to you. I believe we're all spiritual, but yeah. when you when you follow a spiritual path or you have some element of spirituality in your life, you never look at things the same again. And it's the same with the work, doing the work. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, oh, we, we could go into loads, but the way that society is con constructed, it just is so hard for you to give up the physical, the sense gratification. Yeah. That is part of of the path. Uh, the part of the reason I believe we're in these human bodies is to control those urges and control those senses. But when you can't walk anywhere with chocolate bars and fast food being chucked in your face or alcohol, or, you know, all of these things, 
or even whether it's gambling still advertising you know what i mean so it's it's a hard that that whole construct works against you as well but um it's, it's part of the work man yeah I, none of us are perfect and i never profess to be perfect and that's my, so yeah food's the battle for me at the moment Got you. which is is getting better and it will you know everything's cyclical and oh yeah i'm hoping that i get to a point where i can put that to bed as well once i dig really dig in more mm. do but, you do you find with the food it gets worse or you do more binge eating when you're in a certain emotional state yeah 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 definitely um, and it's often yeah if you're like i do it in a really like binge eating like no one binge eats in public like it's not it's more of a shamey sort of hidden away thing and mm. it's something people don't talk about so um yeah it's been that, that that was an interesting one that sort of flared up just before lockdown and it's understanding the triggers and it's just bringing mindfulness and awareness to be like right i've got an urge to binge why what's going on for me don't just do it mindlessly and even if you can't stop yourself from binging what are okay what's why am i urging to do it where i am where am i emotionally what's just happened in my day to trigger this and if you can take a breath go out for a walk run gym do something else or take you out of this situation great do that but even if you did end up binging have the awareness there so you start learning you start learning and being able to put in strategies change your behaviors and habits mm. to avoid that situation in the first place yeah and taking a lot of shame away from it is the, is the big thing. Yeah, and I think one thing I'd want to tag onto it is realising that, especially as an adult, these issues that you're having, whether it's mental health or whether it's an addiction, any of these, these things, it's realising that not all of it's your fault. Mm. In fact, a vast majority of it is not your fault. Mm -hmm. It's happened to you primarily in childhood mm -hmm. it's that childhood trauma and i'm i'm really starting to learn this at the moment with the work that i'm doing that yeah between the age of zero and seven you go through so many different traumas mm -hmm. some micro some macro and they're going to affect you in adult life not necessarily your fault it could have been your parents the, the things they've done that the way they've brought you up and maybe it's not their fault as well because they're just doing what they they've experienced from their parents their so it's ancestors ancestors mm -hmm. and it's, it's passed down doing what they think is right mm -hmm. but i think it's important like you said to be aware of it in adult life that oh, okay well i've got this behavioral pattern because of something that happened when i was six or seven years old mm-hmm but I don't think a lot of people know that, do they? And until they start doing this kind of psychological mindset, mental health work. And, and a big part of it is taking responsibility. It's mm. not your fault these things happen to you, but it's your responsibility to address the outcome, address how it's manifested in your life. Yeah. And also be empowered and know actually you can change it. And certainly if you're having kids, you need to do the work so you're not passing it down so you don't get this generational trauma that mm. keeps getting passed down. Again, I believe that's a big reason why we're here is to do that work, Yeah, is to cut it off. And regardless of whether you have kids or not, you still impact many people's lives. You still probably uncles or aunties. Yeah. Um, and, and you have you come in contact with people. So it's and it's not allowing your past trauma to ruin your future. Mm. But it's tricky. 
It's yeah. tricky, man. And in in terms of sort of going back to the the confidence and the in, introverted thing, I think it's just taking steps to work on the areas you think, like you know, you need, you need working at. Mm. You know, one step at a time as well. It is because yeah. people want to change everything, don't they? And mm. I, I've I've been guilty of this yeah, of, yeah. of trying to change a million and one things mm. and just just pick one thing that mm. that you want to improve that you want to work on and start with that make the necessary changes make the habitual changes and don't try to spin too many plates and take on too much because you're only going to fail you're setting yourself up for failure basically because Absolutely. as human beings we can only really change one thing at a time mm-hmm. as guys we can probably only change half a thing at a time yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think women are a bit better at it than us but yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely um, you know, for, for me, like it was like, oh, I'm gonna get start going to gig sober, see if I enjoy that, and just seeing what works for me. And yeah. I get out of my com- comfort zone and socialize with people, and you just learn and see what works. You be like, oh, okay, I like that, or I don't like that, and why don't I like that? Are there valid reasons for that? Is that just something I don't like, or am I doing it because it's uncomfortable? And is it something I need to work on? Mm. Um, for me, you know having my own podcast coming on your podcast like those kind of things I was so nervous and so um, hypercritical and I still you know still work on that as well but from back then to now it's completely different yeah Um, and I'm now doing spoken word poetry boom you was on one last night one last night yeah 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 it was wicked love it and that like for those that don't know me I, I'm a mixed martial artist, so I'm, you know, comfortable getting in a cage and fighting someone. And I don't get that scared anymore. I've never got that nervous, to be honest. You get a bit of adrenaline. But man, getting up on a stage and reading some poetry in front of like 30 people. It's the biggest, biggest fear in life after dying, I think. Public speaking. Really? It's called glossophobia. Right. The fear of public speaking. And apparently it's people's biggest fear after after the death they fear dying the wow. most and then and then public speaking <laughs> yeah yeah mad isn't it it's crazy but yeah i mean i've i've done it before i've spoken in front of big groups and and i feel as if that's my calling i feel really? as if i'm good at public speaking yeah. and i enjoy it mm-hmm. but still i get the heart racing i get that lump in my throat mm-hmm. and i know when i come to do some spoken word because you're going to drag me down yeah. to one of these yeah, events yeah. i'll be bricking it i'll be shitting it so You've got to do it though. You've got to take yourself out of your comfort zone, haven't you? Nothing, nothing, nothing other than comfort comes in your comfort zone. You've yeah. got to, got to step outside of it. And there's no growth without it. Exactly, which leads me. I want to take this down like the root of fear and people being scared, and uh, it's just rife at the moment, isn't it? The fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's bad. Mm. Yeah. Stops people from moving. Yeah. It's an interesting one because it does it, it manifests in all areas of your life and and like we talk about it in the men's circles and I talk about it with my clients and stuff and it's it's my mentor describes it as it's a fear of losing what you've got and not getting what you want. Mm. It's that oh I'm gonna lose where I am now, you know, especially in this current situation. We're gonna lose our life now, but by stepping out of it it might also not be how I want things to be. And then where am I? I'm in the unknown. Yeah. And it's a big one. It stops people in life so much from doing, doing, being the person they want to be. Mm. 
Mm. I think I did a post about it yesterday. About fear. Yeah. Mm. Why, why, why though? Why do you think so? I mean, we all have fears. We all yeah. have them. I've got them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, why do you think that the people do let it derail them and stop them from... I know there's many variables, but what do you think are some of the, the key ones? I think a big one, I'm going to bring it back down to mindset, because, you know, make ready. That's what you're all mindset. about. That's what I'm about, y'all. Always um, make ready. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And and that's what I believe. And I, and I believe a big part of fear is because a lot of people, and we're not taught to have a growth mindset. So a growth mindset is about understanding that you're not a complete article and that your uh, intelligence can be improved you can learn you can grow every situation is an opportunity to learn and grow good and bad and you take that through life and that way things don't become as scary because you're like okay if this doesn't happen how i want it to happen i'm gonna learn or it's gonna happen how i want it to happen and it's gonna be great so it's like win-win mm. But it's having that attitude to it. So when people have a fixed mindset, which I believe we're taught to, and we can go into why we're taught that. Um, education system education is system. screwed. We want worker bees. We don't want people thinking they can be entrepreneurs and uh, and think outside the box. And, and, and the whole education system is about if you fail at this test, that means you're stupid or you're not intelligent enough. Yeah. Um, and you need to... Uh, we, you need, we're made out to believe that failure is a bad thing, aren't we? Yeah. It's, it's like a dirty word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the problem with having a fixed mindset, failing means you're not good enough. You're not intelligent enough. You're not, you're not worthy. And it has all these negative connotations. Whereas with a growth mindset, you're like, okay, that didn't work. How can I improve? And if we have a fixed mindset, which means this is who I am and it's not a changing thing and this is all I know and that's not a changing thing and if I fail, I'm no good, that puts so much fear in life. You walk around life being scared because people are going to find you out and that's scary and that's terrifying. So I think a lot is to do with that. Fixed mindset. Fixed mindset, yeah. Because, and, and you know, as a society, we can't all be entrepreneurs. We can't all be fighting for, to be at the top. It doesn't work like that. Because mm. it wouldn't work like that. It'd be a bit of a bloodbath. Um, but it's just understanding that you can learn and grow through every situation. Yeah. I love a quote from my coach. I don't work with him anymore, but he, I worked with him for nearly a year, coaching me. He was amazing. Been on my podcast twice. And he used to say a quote that stuck with me for the last five years. And he used to say, growth is the purpose. Everything else is the result. And I just love that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. We're here to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really believe that. Mm. Um, I think it's a shame when... People don't feel empowered enough. They just can't see their potential. We just get plugged into the system and that's it. Yeah. You know? And I think that does create a lot of fear. And that fear is restrictive. What would you say some of the solutions then? How I don't I've said this on your podcast, I don't think we're necessarily in a mess. There is messy things in the world. Mm. But I I don't believe that human beings are inherently bad. And I don't think the world is a shitty place 
as you might believe if you only watch BBC News or Sky News or whatever. I don't think that. I think the world is an amazing place and I think it's full of amazing people. But what what, what are some of the solutions to, 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 to raising things up a bit and getting people thinking along our lines a bit more? I mean, I don't want people to think along our, our lines. I want people to think for themselves and make their own decisions uh, and carve out their own life for themselves but to be more be more aware and more i don't want to use the term but awake how how, mm. how what are some of the solutions how how do we go about it get woke yo yeah proper uh, weight though not proper weight. yeah 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 Ooh. yeah yeah um, a few people turned off oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um oh man i think we just need to unplug unplug yeah he says on the podcast yeah you know what i mean like and i i, I get like the, there's a lot of good things from social media and f- it's been great over lockdown like connecting with new people and obviously with business and stuff it's got- i'm gonna play devil's advocate with you do we need to unplug or do we need to use it more mindfully yeah intentional bring intention to our lives and, and that, that that's a big thing um is i'm not saying unplug completely mm. but get rid of this mindless what we don't like people like just watching tv all night and, and it'll be like whatever's on the tv or watching tv for the sake of watching tv if there's something a good program you want to watch you're excited for cool let's watch that and then turn it off what else can we do and let's get outside um and it's because we're fed so much information and it's especially when you look at all the algorithms and stuff like from selling you yeah stuff it's, to, it's, it's done on purpose it's all done on purpose and it's all to get, keep you addicted and oh sometimes it's painful bless my dad love him to bits but he's a sucker for getting stuck in the facebook and youtube wormhole Mm. and he'll just be on it and i'm like dad can you please watch what's that uh what's that netflix thing um the documentary on it was it the social social dilemma the social Social dilemma yeah yeah. i was like dad you need to watch that please yeah you need to get off facebook and, and youtube like it's all done on purpose for this very reason Mm. but it's unplugging and i think once we actually go outside in nature big one connect with nature connect with our bodies remember we're human beings yeah not people like i just don't like the i'm the whole just sat down sedentary life just style is not conducive to optimal health optimal spiritual growth optimal questioning of anything because you just get stuck in to the sick addicted unhealthy lifestyle yeah um so i think once we can just reconnect and that means in community men's circles do you feel though more people have done that in 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 the last what what are we into this pandemic what 20 months maybe Mm. coming up towards no probably longer do you think people have, have have appreciated those finer things that the nature more or do you think people have gone more plugged in more than ever what are you witnessing firsthand and what have you experienced uh, no I, I do think people have got a bigger appreciation for nature yeah i do especially not because i've seen people on instagram going out into the peak districts mm-hmm. and going into the late and going all over and people who wouldn't have done it before i've never seen yeah, them yeah. do that before yeah. so it's wicked yeah like, it I, is good. I think that's a really big thing that's come out of it which has been beautiful like it's so easy to get stuck in stuck in to the negative side of things but actually no i think that that appreciation is there 
but with our habits it's so easy to forget these nice new things we've learned because we go back to doing what we always yeah as things do. start to open up people yeah. will go back to their old ways won't they yeah yeah so it's just reminding them of that mm. and nature's full power isn't it yeah it's, oh, it's, it's blessed better, Nothing better. It's so healing. If I'm in a and if you have got a hangover, speaking to those drinkers, get in nature. Put your feet on the bare grass, sunlight. You feel a million bucks after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nature. I truly believe that nature has everything you need. Mm. We can heal ourselves with with nature for sure. Yeah. Because this work that we're talking about as well, we can do it outside, and we can do it. Your men's circles, for example, were sat around a fire. Sat around a fire in the elements. In the elements, embracing the elements. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just full power. And it's free. And it's free. <laughs> you just get out there. It's, and, and this is the thing we are, especially everyone in, um, in the UK, like, and hopefully wherever you live, like, there's, there's just some free natural space out there. Mm. Um, you know, I felt for people in inner cities when the whole lockdown happened off. Fuck my heart out, went out for all those people. Who yeah, yeah, get yeah. Access. Yeah, my quite a lot of my friends in London, and yeah. they were proper full blown lockdown. They could, they couldn't really get out and about. But w- with me, I was me and Sarah were just out in the peaks yeah. throughout the whole thing. There was no way I was going to be cramped up inside. I was, yeah. I got myself out there because uh, I just know the, I know the benefits of 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 nature, of fresh air, of of getting out there and and, and moving, like you yeah. said. Moving, people just sit on their ass all the time you got to move yeah yeah and it's you you once you're in nature and you're moving and you're walking through nature and you're off your phone and you're just being present that's where you start to just things start all your worries start to dissolve dissolve disappear and and yeah sometimes it's scary because you get left with your thoughts um, and if you get left with your thoughts, if you make it a big long walk, you'll process so much shit and come to some like little insights. Because I think we all know that if we just sit with our thoughts long enough, we'll, we'll come to some really cool solutions. We'll, we'll come to some plans of action, and it might be like, yeah, I need some support. I'm gonna go do this, or ah, I've come up with a solution. I'm gonna try this. But but in that process of moving, we're like, oh, this is this is actually what life is about. I'm a human being a part of nature because I'm walking through nature look at this look at these views look at the birds and just being really present and being like oh this is actually what life is all that other stuff all that work all that connect all the the phones the screens the busy cities the cars the all the stuff we're told that we need to buy to make us happy that's all bullshit because mm. that's not like that's not living that's a lie yeah but actually just the very basic things of walking through nature a bit of mindfulness a bit of appreciation and connecting to our bodies and realizing actually our bodies are incredible incredible the best they're amazing and there's no there's no other species like us we we've been given some kind of divine gift Mm -hmm. that puts us on the the top of the the pyramid or the top of the food chain Mm. and yeah, don't waste it because it's just—it's a blessing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To be to be alive, to have this amazing body, which has all the answers and can do anything. Just, yeah, just you got you got to utilize it for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't let it just decompose. No. Yeah, and I think you know, and I think 
I don't want to go into... <laughs> I don't know. You might want to. But it, it's about... Go into it, man. I, I think we've lost, we've been programmed into this reliance on external external things. And that's from consumerism to make us happy. If we get a bigger Instant gratification. Yeah. Instant gratification from our social media, from our likes and all the dopamine from off that. To if you buy a big flashy car and a bigger house, you're going to be happy. Which you're probably not because you're going to be more in debt because they make it easy to borrow and all of these things. Um, and uh, we're just sold on all of this stuff, this externalities. And that comes down to, as we're experiencing at the moment, our health. The solutions are not outside of us. The solutions are not something else that we have to pay for. Fair enough, food. But like the solution is reconnection and going in nature and mining what we put in our bodies and really we are really powerful sovereign beings who should have freedom of choice over what we put in our bodies um, and that i think when it comes down to you're a conspiracy theorist or you're an alternative hippie just because you believe in yourself your human body your immune system you believe in getting out in nature you believe in exercising eating organic and meditating once that's uh, which you know is is really alien and you're a bit of a weirdo for believing that and that you're not just believing a system of people who yes i'm not saying all pharmaceutical companies doctors and everything are evil beings and you know out to get you addicted and microchip you or whatever <laughs> the latest conspiracy theorist is um I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that there's a lack of education there and there's always an ulterior motive. And I think when money's in, people are corruptible and money's involved in everything. Um, and I think which is, this is what I mean about asking questions. Just question everything. Why? Why? That, it all Why? rolls back into what we were saying earlier though about fear. People, I think people are scared to ask the questions because they don't they don't like what the answer's going to be. No, because indeed now you think, oh, something's not right. Yeah, I think if you went out into, uh, say, our city centre here, out into Market Square, and just blanketly ask people, it doesn't have to be about the the whole situation, coronavirus, but it could be if you just mm. said, do, do you really like take everything that, that they're saying is as gospel mm. i'd think most people say no there's something else going on i think deep down they would say that mm. but it just goes back to being scared scared of speaking out scared of having an alternative viewpoint so people just be quiet and that's probably the worst thing to do because you lose your power and i'm and me and you are both all about having your own power and and and, and having control over that mm. and living in your power as well yeah and I think some people, yeah, they are scared that, oh, well, what if I say this and someone thinks... They might lose yeah. what they've got. Yeah, exactly. They might lose their... Com Everyone's comfortable. Yeah. I don't care how much money you got. People are comfortable because people get comfortable in their discomfort because it's familiar. Mm. People don't like change generally because it's uncomfortable. And people don't... We go to great lengths, us humans now, We've become lazy comfort seekers. <laughs> Definitely. We're in our little warm houses and you can get everything delivered. You know, everything's for ease. 
That's why we've got these supercomputers in our pockets because it's easier. You know, we're seekers of comfort now. And it's actually fewer people are going out their way to get uncomfortable to do ice baths because it's horrible. It's not fun, mm. but we know the effects are good for us. Um, but people are uncomfortable and people the, can the get The effects aren't quick though, are they? Do you, no. do you know what I mean? That's that's what I said. It's, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint with, yeah. with health, with mental health, with spirituality, with self-development. Yeah. I think that's why people don't do it because they don't see the instant likes the instant gratification they don't get that instant hit yeah. so they put it off or they say oh well i'm not doing that because mm -hmm. I, I tried meditating once and it didn't work for me yeah, yeah. you can't just do it once yeah. it's like saying oh i, I want to run a marathon oh, i did one run once and i couldn't run a marathon it's just bonkers yeah. bonkers mindset yeah is that but then don't have the the belief or their um even perspective to see the bigger picture because it's all narrow because yeah we're conditioned for instant gratification mm. um, and even if people are not happy where they are they're comfortable in that unhappiness because it's familiar and they don't want because it, anything other than that's scary yeah because we're not and this is it comes back to education we're not conditioned to put ourselves out of our comfort zone we're not conditioned or equipped for failure especially now they're giving out medals for everyone for participation and stuff you know we, we really need to remember that as a human You've won the lottery yeah. to be in this body, wherever you are, to be a human is a very slim chance. And we got, we got to where we are now, whether you believe in evolution or not, we got to where we are now through survival of the fittest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Like, it, it, who knows what's going to happen, man? Who it's, knows? It's, it's really, I want to say interesting rather than scary times, but it's interesting times just to see how things unfold. Are yeah. people going to wake up? Are people going to start asking questions? You know, I think we need to really push people to be a bit more courageous. Where do you see it going with the tech, mate? Where do you, do you think the tech's going to run away with us? Because I know when I came on your your podcast, I was the same. I think it's exciting times, interesting times. And that's always in the back of my mind. Is the tech going to is the tech going to run away with us and are we going to be fully plugged in? What what do you think? I personally would like to think and like to believe that it's not going to run away with us. Because my 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 um, challenge at the moment is how can I embrace some of this new technology? And I know me and you are all about the new tech, i.e. Uh, decentralized finance, cryptocurrency, the metaverse, all this kind of funky, crazy stuff that's coming out. Yeah. But how do we how how do we embrace that? but not let it run away with us? Or, and do you think it's going to run away with us? This is a health podcast, but this is health. This is your mental <laughs> it's, health. It's health. It's, Everything's it's, health. It is. It, yeah. Absolutely. Um, you can't have mental, good mental health without physical health and vice versa. And spiritual health. And spiritual health, man. Like, Mind, body, spirit, baby. That's it. Um, tech. Uh, tech. It's mad, depends, isn't it? Depends if you catch me on a good day, a positive day or a bad day. Um, I think I've got you on a positive day. I'm, I'm feeling positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, know, feeling... I'm getting the vibes. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah. No, it's probably because you, you smashed up your poetry last oh, night. Oh, man. Dropping some lyrical bombs. Yeah. Yeah, it's wicked. Love it. Like, um, I'm a comfort zone. <laughs> uh, one day. <laughs> um, tech. Is it going to run away with us? 
possibly. Mm. If I look at how unintentional, how mindless people are in a day-to-day life, how many people don't ask questions, do not bring awareness to what they are doing, do not take responsibility, it could very easily, it's dangerous. It very is. easily take away, get away from us. And Especially we could, when you get an Elon Musk saying he's going to stick, what is it, Neuralink and... Neuralink, yeah, yeah, exactly. And but Elon Musk, the you know, obviously the wealthiest man in the world, is he? I think so. Probably yeah, probably one of the most intelligent as well. And yeah, like he's saying, the biggest threat to humankind is AI. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah, that. He's on got an AI company. Podcast, yeah. So, um, it all comes back to equilibrium, intent. doesn't it? Balance. Yeah. yeah. Where is the balance? But do we have balance now? No, I think we do. And are no, no, people no. asking questions? No. Are people easily coerced into doing stuff? Um, yes. And I think it all comes down to mindfulness and intention. You know, I think yeah, the the, the tech's exciting, really exciting. I think the I think the financial tech the is fin- very very exciting. The thing that scares me is the social media side of things. If we're if we're fully in, if we're put on our glasses, yeah. and we're in so, a virtual world, and, I think that's you, mad. It, it, yeah. Absolutely, but you can see that, and you can so so the. Have you seen Free Guy? Ah, uh, no. You uh, should check I, that I've out, man, the, because that is it, yeah, yeah. that is it's it's an entertaining film. It's entertaining though if you if you are a bit kind of don't ask questions and you are plugged in and you're I, not really it, seeing it's what's why going I don't on. Watch a lot of this stuff, dude, yeah. because I do ask questions, and I'm like, I'm just watching the future here, yeah, and all these people are watching it and not even asking questions yeah. and correlating that to what's going on. It's awareness so, again. So you can see, like, from from the side of going into the metaverse, and you can see how the the nation the world are reliant on going to their GPs and doctors for health they're not they're going them for drugs they're bloody drug dealers mm. um, and and if you're a doctor you're a GP like you know what I mean I'm not saying everyone's bad at all I'm not a really again I'm again not it's massive, not their fault they've just been put into a system that's designed yeah 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 like it's just ridiculous the, I've the trained system, so many doctors the and yeah. they, they'll, they'll tell me firsthand they'll be yeah. like we, we don't get taught anything yeah. about nutrition we and don't. I feel for them yeah. they're caught up in a broken system yeah 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 um, and we all are caught up in this broken system which is why we need to ask questions because if you look at this when, when you, you're relying on your health uh, to be propped up on drugs instead of this whole thing that's broken me about COVID is that we've had 20 months now if there was a huge propaganda machine going nation we're getting fit and healthy because diabetes, being overweight, all of these things are the real reason that you can't handle this COVID, mm. uh, uh, underlying health conditions aside. Uh, we need to get you fit and healthy because your natural immunity, you're humans and you're wicked. You can do this. Let's get you fit. No, here's a drug mm. with questionable side effects that we haven't really fully tested. We're on this externalities, okay? So we're reliant on that. You can see metaverse, okay? You can see lockdowns. You can be like, great, we've got you a solution so you feel more connected. Here's the metaverse goggles. Oh, and by the way, uh, we still, like, Deliveroo, like, just eat. You can still get your takeaways delivered to you. We'll We'll drop it in on drone. Well, yeah, we'll we'll drop it in on you. Amazon, got it. Drones, boom. Do you want some alcohol? Great. Do you want some porn? Awesome. There, feel connected. Go get your sex. Go get your... Um, go get your alcohol, go get your social connection, and you sit in your chair. And we'll just move you into these little pods while we're at it, because the population and we're running out of that. You can see that unfolding. Mm. And there's been films about it. So that's the negative that, side um, of things. Have you seen that? 
uh, World Economic Forum video where they say 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. Mm. <laughs> Dangerous. Very Dangerous. Good. I don't like the anti-capitalist movement. I think people who are anti-capitalist are... Um, can I say ignorant? Is that going to... I think they're unaware of the alternatives and how extreme things can get. Because mm. in any other system other than a free society of capitalism and getting rewarded for your hard work, yes, I would love every... You know, you're reliant on the people at the top. Do we really... <laughs> as um, Do we really rely on the people at the top to, to be fair? If they've got absolute power and can tell you what you can and can't have and tell you what will make you happy... Mm. I don't have faith in any humans that much to put my faith in that. And don't get me wrong, I want more equality. I want people to be able to afford to have a good quality of life. But it doesn't come from um, people not owning anything. There's definitely better ways. I just don't think anyone holds the solutions at the moment. No. Um, the tech's mad, though. The, te the tech is mad, and I, but I do kind of... I need to bring more intention, man, or else yeah. it's going to get carried away. And that, yeah. that, that's my fear. And you know, I can see it myself. Like I'm on Instagram all the time. My fear is if we have, uh, and again, you've probably seen it in films, is, is almost a split society, mm -hmm. which is what we're getting at the moment. Let's, let's be brutally honest it's about crazy. it. Uh, and that is all done by design. I don't care what anyone says, that's done by design, and the media are the worst fuckers for it. Um, this division and this, this separation... And um, that's my biggest fear is we have this group over here that uh, uh, may be unvaccinated, they're more free thinkers, they maybe want to have a more of a, in air quotes, natural lifestyle. And then you've got the, the, the people locked into society, plugged in, tech-driven people over the other side. And there's this kind of two different worlds going on. Yeah. That's, that's a fear for me. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, yeah, it's just, driving of the division i don't like it i don't I like it one bit and do you know what like i'm it's, it's really interesting to see we're going in the covid world now now we're in we're in um it's interesting to see other, what's happening in other countries and seeing if the papers are condemning it or not because it's a little glimpse into what's going to happen here um it's just con everything's constantly about driving division everything's so polarizing yeah there's no room for communication where actually with people just sat down and talked openly, honestly saying this, these are kind of my, and, and held their beliefs a little looser. And yeah. like, this is where my, I'm coming from. How about you? And you had this dialogue. There's no room for dialogue on social media. People don't have the time. They want to quickly call you a name and say, this is my belief, share a meme and basically call a whole group of people selfish like ignorant conspiracy theorists, all of this stuff, and the other other side saying you're like your sheep and all of this. Like there's a point in the finger eight. They don't want to communicate. Mm. They're already entrenched. They're already divided, and it's all by design. Yeah. So this is a big thing about my men's circle is bringing men together and getting people together. Like we're gonna we're doing community gatherings now. Come together, break bread, eat together, and just sit around a fire. Sit around a fire and talk, and. That's what our ancestors used to do. It's what we used to do. Yeah. And you know what? Like you'd communicate and this is what's lacking. And this is people are so, it, it frustrates me when I see friends on Facebook or people I've known over the years that I was being so easily polarized. And I'm like, you're a good guy, man. I know you, you're a good person. Yet what you're posting 
you're condemning a whole group of people. Yeah. And it, and do you know what? It come, but it stems from our political system. I can't stand the whole anti-Tory narrative. And like, fuck these people. Government are and just I can't the, stand all the, the people. All the same, aren't they, yeah, really? It's I, just... can't, I can't stand all the people on the Tory side going, oh, you like all you bunch of Labour supporters. I'm like, yo, I've got news for you. Is the two word, two two uh, wings on the same bird? Yeah, like it's What's the that system. famous thing, the illusion of choice. It's the illusion of choice that control, and they've got everyone's shouting at each other. I'm like, you're both wrong because none of them have got the solutions. And then you look at how they talk to each other, and the problem. This goes back to my men's work. It's, and it's why, easy to do though, isn't it nowadays? Because going back to the tech, and I think now we're getting into the nooks and crannies of it. I, it it's all leaning towards tech. The technological revolution yeah. uh, has created so many good things, but it's created so many bad things as well. And I think I'm massive on my history and, mm. and, uh, and ancient history, and it could all be bullshit. I don't know, because we don't know how accurate or true history is. But I think f- thousands of years ago, I think they had that They had that balance. They lived... We know that um, people lived in the Amazon, for example, in organized society so they had an organized society but they still did all of the stuff that we're talking about like got together as a community Mm. naturally i know obviously you've got the fruits of the earth there but they they did all of this stuff but it was in it was in unison it was in balance whereas now i think we're we're all out of whack we're all out of too disconnected from nature i think back then didn't they say like the mayan empire was stupidly advanced yeah like, yeah like ridiculous yeah as far as i know yeah yeah and then we kind of lost all that knowledge there and had to start again um but it's it's that there was a connection there was a spiritual connection there which kind of because western culture is so void of spirituality and meaningful connection we are we are run by a patriarchy of people who of, of we're be, we're led by immature boys and this is why, kind of, for me, like I'm so passionate about men's work, is because we can't have the people at the top acting like little children, watch them in the House of Commons, over talking yeah. each other, shouting at each other, pointing at each other, and then laughing and heckling. It's a little boys' club. Mm. It's the same type of toxic masculinity that's out in, like, in, in your sports teams that you get or down the pub. Like that's not real communication. That's not real articulation. And that is not real masculinity. Yeah. Like, and we're being led by these guys, and this is why it's so important. And this for is why the mental health up. stuff is rife because mm. because of that. Because because we're, we're we're all a victim of this society that doesn't allow men to be vulnerable, doesn't allow people to open up, and therefore no real communication is happening. There, therefore, there's there's a disconnect between our bodies, between our partners, between our loved ones, families, friends, society. And the repercussions are massive, especially when you amplify it up to the big level, to big corporations, to to uh, social media or the tech. It's not all. It's not going to be used or wielded mi- mindfully or intentionally, um, and people aren't questioning because they're not empowered and they're not having conversations about it properly. Mm. Yeah. And that's kind of like for me, it's a big one. It comes down to connection and intention, and sitting around a fire with people, sitting sitting in a conversation with someone you don't like, or if someone whose views are different from yours, mm. and then learning how to communicate. How can I communicate without projecting what I think onto someone else? 
How and can I do that's it without listening, isn't it? It's listening, this, listening empathetically. So yeah. rather than superficial listening, where you're just waiting to, to speak, yeah. you're listening to what they're actually saying with mm. with a, an emotional connection. Yeah, and not you're not in this conversation to prove you're right or to persuade someone else to your point of view. Mm. You're here to express what's going on for you, and then you're here to listen, and then from that you hopefully have find some common ground or find some means of discussing and you don't have to agree and just because you disagree doesn't mean you have to shout and swear at each other yeah Yeah. i like that that you said it on your podcast that quote or maybe craig said it or both of you said it that one about have strong opinions loosely held yeah 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 Yeah. it's just it's massive and that's a growth mindset yeah like, and I'm a big believer in that because my beliefs and attitudes have changed over the years because guess what? I'm presented with new information mm. and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I don't, I'm not that strong on that belief. That's anymore. when we go into the ego stuff though after that, isn't it? Because yeah. when you start being like that, then you get this whole, particularly with guys, this the, the toxic masculinity thing, you get, you've fucking changed. Oh, you've changed. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I have. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. 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 And it's just, yeah, the ego's are another big thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ego's like the opposite to the fear stuff, isn't it, that we were talking about? You get that that ego, that voice, and yeah. And it can work both in, in, in both ways with the ego, but it's, so much is done on ego and who we think we are and what we want other people to think we are. And that drives a lot of our actions, mm. drives a lot of our choices. You know, I think... Trying well, to fit in and stuff like that. Trying to fit in, keeping I've up with that. the Josens. I've went, done that. I went to um, Bista Village the other day to meet my mum. For It was just a halfway point. Have you been to Bista? It's one of these outlet stores. I've not been, but I know I, it I, is. I've yeah. heard of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went there. And I was like, man, it was just, I didn't, I refused to go in the shop. But it's like Jimmy Shoe, Prada, like all these top, top high-end ex- but Ooh. i was just like i was walking down <laughs> i was just like this is crazy this consumerism is just mad it is mad and like how expensive these shops are and it's the things packed out and it's keeping up with the joneses because our ego wants us to feel like we're important so many people are concentrating on looking wealthy rather than being wealthy is a big thing as well like just to look just so that we can feel good about ourselves and other people can look at us and be like oh that guy's doing well because he's wearing wearing the right right gear and that because our ego wants to feel good and it's inflating i'm good this is and and to be good this is this is my sense of sense of that and sense of achievement again comes down to society this is what we identify as being successful um is you know is wealth really Uh, material possessions is is a big definition of success yeah um, so our ego gets attached to that. Mm. Um, but it's a terrifying thing. And I think this, um, it, it comes down when you go more on the spiritual path and learn to try and manage your ego that you, that you realize it actually doesn't matter too much. Um, what you think you are, yeah. who you think you are, because you're not. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. that person it's a construct and actually who you think you are and who you think i am are completely different to everyone else i know will all have a different image of me anyway so mm. does it actually matter it yeah. doesn't 
Yeah. And less is more. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> when you strip it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ego does it. E- ego's not all bad. Yeah. Because without ego, we wouldn't have drive to do things. We wouldn't want to better ourselves. We probably wouldn't want to achieve much because it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't matter. Mm. So it's just a, it's a fine balance. But um, yeah, ego is a, it's a tricky one. As with most things, it's finding the balance yeah. and managing it. And, and, and being able to firstly be aware. Mm. So, oh yeah, well that's, is that real Daniel or real Ali or is that ego Ali or Daniel? So yeah. awareness first, but then being able to control it. And I've, I've found personally that meditation is one of the best ways for me to control my ego because when I go within and I'm meditating, I've got that chatter going on in my head. Mm-hmm. I've got downloads coming in from the ether. I've got ego Ali saying something. I've got higher self Ali saying something, truest Ali self saying something. So I've got to be able to control that, that almost that, you know, that monkey mind or that egotistical mind and say, okay, Ali ego, shut up. Da-da-da-da. I don't want to hear from you today and then focus on the, the, the true self. And yeah, I think sometimes we lack, well, we lack, we all lack awareness. A lot of, a lot of people lack awareness, but lack that, that control, that self, that ability to have self-control, yeah. which is a skill in itself. Yeah, massively that self-regulation. Um, and, and I think as you say, meditation, mindfulness gives you space and gives you space to be able to ask the questions and just question yourself. We're so off because we're so caught in this really rushed world of instant gratification. Everything needs to be done now. We don't give ourselves space to make right decisions that are best serving us or to question our reactions. You know, with mindfulness and meditation, it just gives you a bit of calm, a bit, a bit of chance to just have a quick breath and, and, and question yourself. Which part of me is acting on this? Mm. Is this my ego? Or is this my truest self and is this aligned with where I'm going in life? And that's where the meditation really is beautiful because it creates a little sense of stillness that you you start to slow down. At least slow down your thought processes and put you in a state of being able to respond to things instead of reacting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, meditation's massive. Are you a big meditator? No, not as much as I'd like to be. Um, yeah, I, I dip in and out. I go yeah, through phases. I do. So there's sometimes I'm, when I'm fully, fully on it every day, and then there's other day, other weeks where I might just do, I don't know, a couple of times mm-hmm. a week. Um, I don't think there's a week goes by where I don't do at least one meditation. Yeah. But for me, it's been life changing. I, I, I mean, I'm a massive advocate of it. It's just it's, it's full power. Yeah. But what I realized here's the one thing I I want to share with you and share with people listening to this is that if they've made it this far, <laughs> <laughs> um, I realized through the work that I've been doing, doing the work, man, we're doing the work from the work that I've been doing. I realized this, that I was using meditation as escapism. Mm. So I was going into meditation to kind of get out, get out and get away from some of the the maybe the the shit or the negative headspace that I needed to actually face up to and yeah. and take action on. So I was, you know, some people's escapism is, as we've said, alcohol, yeah. sex, porn, yeah. whatever. I was finding 
and I wasn't aware of this till I started like looking at things a bit deeper, that I was actually using meditation as, as an escape tactic. Mm. Um, so that goes back again to using it with intention. Yeah. And, and now I feel as if I'm meditating less than maybe what I was, I don't know, a couple of months ago, because I'm aware that I was maybe using it in the wrong way, which is mad to think that because no, most people wouldn't look at meditation like that. So, mm. But I think this is another thing. Meditation's sometimes painted, and this is where I get a, a bit mm, disillusioned with some of the spiritual people, spiritual in air yeah. quotes, is that you're led to believe that meditation is all like sunshine and rainbows. And if you start meditating, everything's going to be amazing and your life's going to be great. I've had some terrible, challenging, emotional meditations. Uh, so yeah, meditation is powerful, but you've got to be aware as well that when you start getting into meditation, it could, it could drag up some shit. Because it gives you space away from all the distractions. And that's where I think that's why people don't like being on their own or sitting still because it's they're not distracted from their thoughts. And yeah, meditating as much as you try and clear your mind, stuff's going to come up. And yeah, it's not. And it's, it's interesting you say about your, you know, using it as an escape because mm. absolutely if you can clear your mind, you're not having to address anything. Um, but again, it's just a tool. It's a tool with anything that is only as good as our intention behind it. Um, if Elon Musk is listening to this, I want him to invent downloading my thoughts in meditation because sometimes I have so many great insights yeah. and I do make notes on my phone or write them down. But sometimes I just wish it could just come out of my brain yeah. and I could hear it back or, or read yeah. it back. So yeah. if he's listening, get on that. Yeah, or, that'd be cool. Yeah. But I don't want anything stuck in my head. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. man, it's, it's meditation is very, very deep and interesting it's a whole nother yeah um it is and and you know like it's also understanding that mindfulness practices um are also really powerful i i i like meditating um i don't do it as much as i'd like and it's a constant thing for me to to turn up and do it um but i use other practices you know breath work uh, and just mindful so mind, so those that of you that don't know mindfulness and mindful practices is basically anything that brings you into the present moment. Mm, so it could really be present. It could really be anything. I really enjoy raking up leaves. Mm. I found is really mindful because I can just concentrate and be really present. Um, running was a huge thing for me last year, and I'm getting back into it now, jumping back on that because I find that once I get into a rhythm, I'm unplugged, take my uh, earphones out that it becomes very meditative. You're mm. constantly focusing on your breath, your cadence, and you're just there, you're being, you're amongst nature, and it just gives you that space. Flow state as well, isn't it? It gets yeah. you in that kind of, Massive. that flow. Yeah, and it's just, it's really powerful because uh, one of the, the big things, and with the fear and everything, like you get caught up in it. You're constantly bombarded by things to stress you out. And actually when you disconnect, when you're very present in the, the current moment on whatever the task you're doing actually nothing else matters because mm. you're just there you're not projecting in the future and being worried about the future you're just here and actually you're here you know i'm, I'm doing this task and everything's okay um and as you say that like we're doing now we're, we're like, in the in the present here with this we're, here. we're just having a chat and 
we're in the moment. Yeah, and, and nothing else, all the other, my to-do list is put aside. It doesn't yeah. even matter right now because I'm here present with you. Um, and it's a practice because we are in such a distracted thing. Like, uh, one, one of my poems last night, actually, uh, it was about presence and being present. Nice. With the person you're talking to and not being distracted on your phone. Mm-hmm. Not being distracted by passing things that are going by. Be really present and understanding and hearing and listening and not being distracted with thoughts in your head. Um, and it just takes practice. But it's really powerful. But as you, as you say, it can be used as a, um, as a distraction, uh, as an as a, um, escapism. We can't be mind, completely mindful all the time because we probably won't have any structure to our lives and not mm. get stuff done. Uh, but it's a very powerful tool, especially for mental health, for just giving space and having space. And that's the beautiful thing, like with our men's circles. Um, it's three hours off your phone of being really, really present. Yeah. And just, yeah, you're talking about stuff, but you're just talking and listening and you're like, listening just this is where you realize realize as well when you become more present you realize that the actual mm, construct of time it's just made up it isn't Mm. it isn't really real because when you are present you can manipulate time you can Mm. bend it you can speed it up you can slow it down yeah because i've i've been so present before with, with in those circles or with sarah doing something and you're like wow that felt like forever and it may have only been an hour or sometimes it can go the other way time and that's where they say time flies or yeah yeah, because when you when you're present when you're in the now the time doesn't matter and the and the past the past and the the future they don't they don't matter because you let go of everything else and you just are here being Mm. Mm. it's powerful man yeah that's what we're meant to do we're meant to be we're meant to be be here now human human beings not human doing oh yeah we're throwing out all the cliches aren't we yeah yeah cliches cliches for a reason though aren't they true yeah absolutely. there's no coincidences that's for sure yeah that's for sure what about what what about next then what's 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 coming up for you mate what what you uh what you got on the the pipeline i'm building a house at the moment oh yeah because you're gonna get this house going in the retreat going in the retreat um yeah so that's that's sort of big on i've got so much on at the moment so i'm really like struggling to focus and you know get it's just one of those one spinning plates yeah how do you you how how do you stop yourself from what are your tactics from from your perspective and from your experience to not get overwhelmed because i think you're very much like me you can you can sometimes get overwhelmed with stuff and i think again that might be a entrepreneurial trait we try and take on loads of things loads of projects and then we get overwhelmed and then we procrastinate and then we don't do yeah what 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 have you found works for not getting overwhelmed other than food still working (laughs) yeah i know still working on that still working on it yeah get overwhelmed and binge eat a pizza i just do you know what i i try and make lists I like I like a list. I like and, a list as and well. I, and I prioritize it into what actually needs doing first, um, and trying. So I like time scales are really important as well, and looking ahead and planning, um, and just understanding what needs doing at what point. Because um, yeah, I'd love everything to be done at once. It'd be great. Um, I've got all the make ready stuff. I've got coaching clients. I've got the men's circles, and I'm building a house. I've got relationship. I've got cryptocurrency. You know, I've got my health and fitness. Mm got a dog 
you know, it's like everything and it only Be fair with attention. yourself is important, isn't it? it? It's, it's uh, really important. I know that be be kind thing gets chucked around quite a lot, but it is be be fair with yourself. Yeah. Know that You can't do everything. Yeah, you can't do everything. And I, I've been guilty of this more than the next man about being too hard on myself and sometimes yeah. I'm like, Okay, I want X, Y, and Z, I wanna do this, I want it now, blah blah blah. And I'm like, Oh well, fuck's sake, I haven't done it and put myself down and just just be fair with yourself because when you really think about it, and that's why I'm so massive on gratitude as well, when you really think about it and you stop, even on your worst day, you've probably achieved quite a lot. Yeah. That's why I think lists are important as well. It's just ticking off. Even like I always say like put the tiny things on because it's something off the list and it's so satisfying yeah. ticking it off the list. So, um, and your brain likes that. Your brain likes it. Um, I always try and like do a big thing. Like what needs doing now? Uh, what's it? Like you just look at what, what needs doing now. What time limits have you got? And you just be like, I'm going to do that. And then I try and do little bits from other bits and keep keep projects going along. Um, being yeah, being kind and just understanding that you do your best in a day. And it's, it's a balance, right? You've got to be kind on yourself, but also you need to be pushing yourself. Um, I think we, we, we spoke about it. It's about uh, is there a time limit on on what you want to achieve? Are you going to have to make sacrifices for that? Yeah. Um, and it's just so it's assessing the situations constantly. I know now. My, so the big thing for, for me on my, my plate at the moment is actually what, getting this house built, um, which is also going to double as a retreat space. So we've got a big hall. Um, are you going to have like dorms in there and stuff or beds or what What you, what's the what's the plan we're going to have uh, or is it top secret it's top secret no <laughs> so, so the plan was originally was to have four four bedrooms with twin beds in so we can have eight men got staying you. and we can do residential retreats um, things have changed since I started doing it so I've got a partner and I've got a baby on the way yes so, I didn't know if I was allowed to bring that up so that's why I didn't mention it's it alright so. it's not going to be out for a while is it? we would have told people yeah, I think yeah, most yeah. people are, are whoop, gradually knowing yes yeah, so I'm going to be a dad which is uh, how uh, far along uh, as we speak apparently nearly 16 weeks okay so you so, don't know what it is yet no we're not going to find out it's going to be a surprise yeah but it's a baby we've seen a scan it's human it's going to be a boy or a girl 50 50 chance yeah who knows but um yeah so that's that's coming in may so that's that's added a whole added pressure or emphasis on everything so yeah. that's that spanned me out for a couple of months kids will do that to you i think yeah. from what i've heard <laughs> not, not even here yeah so like i'm like oh shit i always said i didn't want to be one of those idiots on grand designs that's trying to build a house uh with a baby in the way or a babe pregnant pregnant partner and yeah Sells me right for saying that, really, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, building this. I said retreat, I wasn't going to get COVID on your podcast, and I did. Well, that's it. That's <laughs> it. There's lessons to be learned here, isn't it? <laughs> we're, we're manifesting these things into our existence, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Um, Co-creating. That's it. So, so now it's actually changed. So it's, it's probably going to be more so like a day retreat place. Got you. Um, but we are going to offer accommodation because people want to come from afar. We'll have four, effectively four beds. And we might get some um, camping pods. Yeah, nice. Like little little bits out because um, it's, it's, it's not a huge piece of land, but it's enough to do the work. And we're going to, I'm going to be doing everything from mindset development. So I'm going to be, and, 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 embodiment so martial arts um and we're going to be doing ice baths breath work meditation 
Um, so this is going to be a big like hall where we can do all sorts of things, cacao ceremonies, a static dance. Um, Love it. All of that good stuff. And, and just a place as well that we can gather community. Um, and so, yeah, that would be like sort of the make ready hub, really, which uh, is really exciting. And um, I'm very passionate about that. We're already getting a good little community um, at the men's circles. And just keep building on that, um, building on and sort of putting more content out on, on Instagram um, to help help guys and sort of express all these things that we believe in and and uh, that we're that I'm trying to teach in terms of just just everything from mindfulness, masculinity, and 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 helping that and pushing that out there. So that's a big one, really, man. That, that's kind of my focus now. And if we get locked down, you're just going to do it all on the metaverse. <laughs> that, that's it, man. We were talking about that before. It's like, I really, I, yeah, basically, we'll have, it will have to go on online, man. Yeah. Which is, a, I don't want to do it, though. No. I've you, got wait, so I much think resistance to it. I've just made a couple of notes of things because I want to ask you about them. And mm -hmm. uh, I'll start with the first one, which was, and I'm glad you said that. You don't want to do it because I feel we're the same. We, we like being around people, don't we? Yeah. We're in-person yeah. people. And um, I'm going to say another cheesy cliche, but vibe attracts your tribe, doesn't it? Yeah, and when you, sure. when you when you vibe in, you're going to attract those people into your life and you're going to start co-creating, manifesting with like-minded people, which is what we're finding because we're just we're starting to make loads of little connections, aren't we, be between yeah. the two of us. And then say, <clears throat> same with other people that move in my circle that I've met and... It's interesting because I think everyone's having similar ideas as well, and I can see it all come coming together as a nice a nice thing with with maybe like four or five of us. Mm. So yeah, I think that's an important thing to do. The energy that you put out to do to know the energy that you put out and the how you act, how you be, is gonna bring like mindedness and like minded people into your life. Mm -hmm. And what's that? And I don't know if this is true, but what's that saying? Like you're the average of the five people you spend most yeah. of your time with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is true, man. Mm. Uh, definitely. And you can change those people. Exactly. You can change those people. Um, but then again, that goes back to again what we said earlier. People are scared to cut people out mm -hmm. of their life. But I think if you if you do, if you genuinely start working on yourself and start doing your best to be a better version of yourself the people that you maybe want to cut out that you're scared of cutting out, they'll just fall by the wayside anyway. I've right. seen it. I've, I've witnessed quiet, it. Yeah, man. of course. And, that, and that's okay. Yeah, that's it's okay. understanding yeah. that's okay. And it's, it's that comes back down to as well. that you're It's not... okay as well, even if it's family, because oh, I think that's sure. a big thing. People think, oh, I don't want to lose my brother, sister, mother, yeah, yeah. father, whatever. But sometimes you've got you to gotta let them go, man. Yeah, yeah. And they'll come back. Often they'll come back. And, and people will come back and they'll be like, oh, I've just started learning this stuff. And, and they come back in. And, and if they don't, or, you know, you can't all persuade people to think like you think. or And, and it would be very boring if we all thought the same. But mm. you can't expect everyone to be at the same place in life as you are. And you can't, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Um, oh, again, for a mall today, this is gold maybe we should just nuggets. do a podcast of just cliches yeah so we could just alternate <laughs> just i say one you say one just and then that yeah. could be our thing uh, does anyone do no we should Shh. yeah patent it yeah we need it copyright it that's it 
Oh, we, maybe we'll just do a... Um, like the a Clichés podcast with Ali and Daniel. Yeah, an affirmation <laughs> podcast so people can meditate and we'll just affirm all these clichés to, <laughs> like, drop knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Boom. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Let's finish this one first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or keep going with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were we? Yeah. Where were we? Um, we yeah, were it's okay. About, uh, the, yeah, it's okay. And, and the connection and um, doing it in person... And I, yeah. It's I important for people listening to this to know that you're not alone. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people think sometimes I'm alone and no one understands me and no one gets me and I can't share my problems with people. Mm-hmm. We're led to believe that and then you think, oh, I'm alone and then you get to that, even the dark dark spiral where you're like, what's the point? Yeah. And it's important for people, if you are struggling listening to this, that you're not alone. And, and there's people that can help you and reach out for help. You can yeah. you can message Daniel, you can speak yeah. to me. And if we can't help you, we'll know people that can. So sure. never be never be scared to ask for help and also know that you're not alone. You know, and that's the beautiful thing about the online is that it's, it's easier. It's a good entry barrier to having these things, to reaching out for help, for first acknowledging that help and actually starting the conversation. Right? Yeah. Is, is beautiful and you got some great helplines like calm um they, they provide a really good support helpline for for mental health but um i to me that's very much an entry and and that's why like, i do have a resistance to going online fully because there's nothing quite like being in someone's energy by being sat next to someone looking someone in the eyes because it is very vulnerable and stuff, but it's like you can't hide as much. You can, and people are, but you you pick up on the yeah. You can pick up quite easily on oh, there's more to this person, and it's about turning up, and eventually it unfolds. Um, so that's- it's full power as well when you come together with people. Remember how we met? Yeah, Lee's Wim Hof event. Yeah, breathing Powerful. all together. How many was it? Is that twenty of us yeah, all yeah. breathing mm-hmm. together? I've never experienced anything like that in my life. It's just absolutely incredible. And it's the same with your men's circles. When eight or 10 of us get together, all guys, all there to to improve, to grow, to do the work, it's just full power. It's just next level. You can do a lot more uh, with with a group than you can on your own. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I think one of the beautiful things about men's circles is that you don't have to, A, you don't have to uh, talk, you do have to listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to talk. So uh, so, sometimes just actually saying, so there's an opportunity to share. So one of the formats is sharing and you hold space. So the idea of holding space is you sit and you listen. And that's all you do. You don't even give it, you don't exchange. There's no exchange. There's just an exchange of energy. Someone's talking. The other person is sitting and listening. And then you acknowledge that you've heard and understood. So that's holding space and allowing someone to just say what they want to say and and the invite is to go as deep as you can talk about anything anything Mm. is welcome absolutely anything um but also the invite is also just to say i'm just here to listen Mm. and the beautiful thing about listening if you're not prepared if you're introverted and you fucking do not want to talk fair enough i think the, the minimum requirement is you say your name yeah so we know who you are yeah we know who you are um but there's no expectation for you to share and you could come to several circles and never share and that's completely okay but what you do get from it a is the healing of connection in my in our case in in the circles that i run it's in elements as well with the fire so you're connecting with the elements but connecting with other men and being in that 
strong masculine energy that's not toxic that is actually balanced with the feminine of being loving and nurturing um and you soon listen to everyone's stories every all the shit people either, either what they've got going on currently or they've been through and it's not always really really deep it's just about like this is what i'm dealing with in life like you know come and talk about your business i've got these business decisions to make overall it's a positive share you know um but you soon realize that actually listening to seven, eight, nine, ten men, whatever, you know, of their stories, you're like, ah, this is interesting. And you start relating stuff to yourself and you're like, oh, they're going through that. I'm bringing her through that. You know, and you start understanding that although many of our struggles, our problems are packaged differently, as each of our lives are, there's a commonality in loads of the struggles that especially like men face. And that's so healing and that's so powerful because you're like, shit, I am not alone. And then maybe in a few sessions time, you build up the courage just to just to say, this is what I've got going on. Or just even a surface, you know, you start. And we've witnessed this firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. we've witnessed it uh, we won't say any names but we've yeah. seen it with people that yeah. come to your your circles that oh not too sure at first and yeah. then they just yeah and to see that that change in that growth especially with some of them it's been in a in a short amount mm. of time it's just amazing yeah. so powerful so powerful and you should be proud of yourself man i'm proud of you <laughs> it's you, wicked man. it's wicked i appreciate you yeah thank you um i am like when's my commission coming from bringing all these people i mean that's it that's it but do you know what pay me in crypto but but do you know what yeah fair one can we wait for the market to pick up a bit oh Oh, it's shocking isn't it oh mate i Um, woke up this morning i was like oh sugar maybe i was like hoping for a a green (laughs) candle today (laughs) the build's not happening yet shit um no but that's the beautiful thing as well like i haven't advertised uh, the circles as like fully yet it's been word of mouth and that just shows and speaks a for the desire for it and the want and the need um and, and that they're working mm. um and it, and it is really rewarding and i need those circles just as much as the other men who attend you absolutely know, the amount of times that i'm like i really don't want to do it tonight because i'm not in a good place i'll just start setting up the fire setting up the stools rake some leaves i'm like already i'm feeling better as soon as the men come boom connection i'm not alone fuck this is great yeah this is why i do it and I think a lot of the men, I don't think it's unfair to say all the men come away with that sense of feeling of connection and a little bit more ease in their life. Mm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's powerful. So that's why I'm reluctant to do it all online. You just can't. Can't replicate it. You can can't you? replicate it. It's, can't. it's like when you do, um, when when we took our personal training and our small group training online in the first, well, we did it in all the lockdowns, but mm. it was a, a big switch in the first lockdown. It's not the same. You can't, you can't replicate it. Yes, you've got the equipment, the obvious thing, like the equipment problem, but it's just not the same. You don't have that that connection. You, that, as you said, you can feel people's, especially if you're an empath like me and you are, you can feel that 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 energy. And even if you're not an empath, you can you can still feel people's vibe and feel mm. people's energy all the time. Yeah, and you can't feel that through a computer screen. No, man, you don't. You don't. You lose the humanity of it. Mm. I believe. Right. Um, and as much as so that's that's my sort of reluctance of I've got an idea of how I could take it online and, and capitalize on the on the crypto space. And it's just um, that I've got a lot of resistance to it. Mm-hmm. It's not I'm, I, can, I can see how I could help a lot of people. Um, and actually, it might be a great way to get people into physical men's circles. 
it should be good. So I'm, yeah. I'm still like the idea is there, it's toying with it, but that just you can't beat that in person interaction and connection because I don't believe in the metaverse in terms as a substitute for nature for real connection. It's not the same. No, you can't replicate it, and it's not where I want humanity going. No, <laughs> you know? no, I don't want again. Like I don't want to feed into that. No, definitely not. Keep it, keep it natural. I think what you said earlier about unplugging is a big, big thing. I think it'd be a good experiment, you know, to still have your smartphone. But as soon as you leave the house, the phone stays at home. Mm. And if you do need to speak or text, you could just get yourself a little, what do drug dealers call them? Burner phones. Burner phones, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a burner phone or a flip phone. That's not got a snake on it because you could waste hours playing that game. Yeah, true. So all it can do is text and call. Yeah. So most people are out of the house unless mm. they work from home. Yeah, it'd be an interesting experiment. Yeah. You only use your smartphone at home. Yeah, and then how how that impacts your... Or if you work from home, you only use your smartphone when you leave the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because <sighs> you're not be connected mental. to all the fear then, are you? You're mindful, you're exactly. present. You've got to stand in a queue and observe and just and smile talk to at people. people and talk to people. Yeah. And like, like some weirdo that likes interacting with humans, yeah. you know. Some woman nearly walked into me the other day. She was head down on her phone. I bet you've had it. But I'm walking to town and she just... I've she's seen just people like walking into, into me. poles and everything. It's on crazy, their phone. isn't it? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is mental. It is absolutely mental. And that's another thing. Yeah, just you've got you have got to be present with when you do start to do these these uh, mindful practices, mindfulness practices. So, like we spoke about nature, we spoke about meditation, whatever. But I still think some people go into nature or they go on holiday just to get the shot, to get the Instagram shot, yeah. and just. To, Take a few pictures, but don't don't go out seeking. Oh, okay, so I've come to this waterfall, or mm. I've, and we're all, we've all been guilty of it. Just just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just take a few snaps, post them if you want, but don't go out thinking I'm going to this place because I know it's yeah. Instagrammable or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking mental, isn't it? Mental it's mindset. Crazy, man. Yeah. When you let's think of this. When you actually think about social media, what it is now. Not let's come away from what maybe it originally was, mm. what it is now, when you just stop and think about it, it's fucking bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, fair enough if you're, if you're using it intentionally and you're making it, you, it's your business or you're making yeah. money from it. But vast majority of people, that's not what they use it for. So let's, let's think of it. You, you take a photo to see if it gets likes or comments and that's the whole purpose of it. Do you get public approval on your life? Is your life worth having likes? It's scary. It's mental. It's scary. Like I have this love hate, mainly hate of social media. Like I, I've got a massive reluctance, and and you, I don't we've spoken you. about this before, yeah. haven't we? Off, I, I off, weeks, off like I'm trying to create a bloody coaching business and like promote my coaching business and my men's circle, and then I'll go like fucking dark for ten days, two weeks, because I'm like I'm sick. Of, I don't. I don't care. I think that's good, though. I think it's good to come away from it and have a break, and it and it shows shows self control as well. Because if you're thinking that you have to show up every single day and post every single day, for what? It's just like, yeah, you don't have to. It, no, no, you don't. And I did a ten day ten day break off of it, and when I came back, it was exactly the same. Nothing yeah. had changed. Yeah, yeah. It's the what I've done it, that's good recently, though, is I've 
I think I spoke to you about this is that, and I'm probably going to do a, a post, a proper post about this on social is that um, weed the feed. Yeah. Yeah. Put on your feed what you want to see on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just yeah. cleared out loads of people. Yeah. And um, yeah, that weren't, even people that I thought I used to mm. aspire to be like or that mm. inspired me, I was just like, no. And I've, I've switched it to what I want to be interested in now. So That's mine's primarily crypto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair. It's always interesting to see that, like, because I'll do that. And then it's interesting to see actually how you, you've changed. You're like, actually, I don't care about that anymore. Yeah. You know, oh, okay, something's clicked, something's changed, better or worse. I don't know, time will tell. But it's interesting to see that. You, you, you're, it's intention. Mm-hmm. Be selective over who you follow and who you give your time to and also what you put up there. Um, it is interesting about social media in terms of, yeah, if, if you're not using it for business or anything like that, is, yeah, you're taking pictures and, and putting it up there. Um, it's, yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, I'm sure they've done psychological studies. On yeah, they must have done. Must have. Mm. Yeah, that dopamine. It comes down to that dopamine. Yeah. it's that hit and um, and the connection. Like this, it's been very powerful for community. I know in lockdown and stuff, I've met some really cool people online. Met some good community. Um, like you say, use it with intention. intention. Yeah, intention. don't mindlessly use it. No. Use it for 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 helping you mm. for, for your benefit and maybe not for someone else's benefit. I think sometimes we're, mm. we're trying to do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. Use it and do it for yourself. Yeah. Um, and I mean, with our pages, it's to help and inspire others. Yeah. Um, and if you want to do that, do that. If you yeah. want to just post cat memes, do that, but know yeah, yeah. why you're doing it. Right, yeah. yeah. Just question why. And always do that constantly. And just keep checking in on yourself. It's that thing with the ego and what we were saying earlier, you know, just keep, just, am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Okay, cool. Because this, uh, once we stop asking why and stop questioning ourselves, we end up mindlessly doing things that aren't going to serve us. Mm. And that's, that's what that comes down to, I believe. So Definitely. I'm going to ask a f- two or three more questions and then we'll wrap it up because I'm yeah. conscious of time yeah, yeah. and uh, we've got stuff to do and yes. we, we need food and I'm bursting for the toilet. <laughs> but this first question I'm going to ask you, you probably, you might have an answer for it. You might not know. It's a bit of a deep but also broad question, but I want to ask it because it, it fascinates me when I ask people this question. Do you believe in fate? Ooh, I don't know. I, I, I read something um, that, I found really interesting to sort of, sort of challenge beliefs on that was that um, you create your own destiny, but fate is something that you that is your sort of fallback if you don't if you fail to create your own destiny. Mm, so I really like I, I quite like that. You know, like um, yeah, that is interesting. Which is interesting because then there's like do you two think levels. then we have like so like a soul contract that we come in with or not? I, I get into this with Venus all the time because I think she thinks opposite from me. No, I believe we are masters of our own destiny. Yeah, I believe we are sovereign and conscious beings that are put in these bodies as a challenge because we've got to navigate this situation, these physical senses. And this sent this world full of sense gratification, and we've got, and we will constantly be challenged and questioned on our morals and our integrity. And I believe that's a massive part of why we're here. So I do believe that 
that we have freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, do I believe in fate? Um, maybe as an idea that this to maybe your full potential, if you if you choose the right path, this is your full potential at the end. Like a top level, if like you, a top level, this if is it's a game. You, yeah, yeah. If you're a game, if you do do everything right and do the work and elevate this is the kind of level and i don't really i don't even believe that i believe it's a level not a job role title you're not going to be you're not fated to be a top musician Mm. but you're fated to be a top of something on that band you know like kind of bands i guess and and that's maybe that's that's fated if if you do the work and progress and reach your potential but i don't believe it's a guaranteed thing i don't believe that because i believe of we have choices Mm. And we have many, many obstacles and challenges in this world. And I think, I do believe it's whether we rise to those challenges um, and embrace challenge, embrace adversity and choose to navigate it. Mm. It's a nice, nice viewpoint that you've got. I like it. It's very, very uh, different way to look at it. It's it's good. Yeah. You've seen The Matrix, right? Yeah. Does, Morpheus says to Neo, doesn't he? Do, do you believe in fate? And he says, no, because I don't. I don't uh, like the thought of not being in control of my own destiny or something like Absolutely. that. But the but then the the one that always sticks in my mind is the. Obviously, I know they're in a construct of a simulation. Mm. But when he knocks the vase over with the oracle, yeah. Would you, uh, would you have done it again yeah. if you if you knew yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's this is i love this question about mm-hmm. fate because i think about it a lot probably maybe more than i should and i just think yeah it's are things fated or not i i do believe we come in with some kind of soul contract that mm-hmm. we've we've got a kind of destiny or a mission whilst we're here yeah um and that ties in with what you say because maybe some people are going after what they're not meant to be here to do. So they think they should be a, 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 a musician, but maybe they're not here to be a musician. Maybe they're here to be an artist and they're following the wrong, the wrong thing. Yeah. And if they followed the artist, what they're meant to be here to do, then they could achieve the, the highest level or the greatness of it. Yeah. yeah. And then I also believe that some people are here just to, not go through the motions, but maybe not to excel as high as some some people. But I do think everyone. I but I do think people have, like you say, choices within that. Yeah. They they can, they can make decisions that will take them on a certain trajectory. Yeah, I don't know if any of that was. No, no, I do. Uh, no, <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, I think <clears throat> it's yeah. hard to put into words, isn't it? It what? is. It, I think I do believe. I like that idea of we're here. Like I, I used to have a very strong belief when I was when I was younger that I was here for a reason and that I wasn't going to die of unnatural courses because God wanted me here for a reason. And I was I'm not from a religious background. Mm. I don't know where that feeling came from. Yeah, it was a very strong feeling. Um, I don't know if I've lost that feeling so much now, but um, but yeah, that was a that kind of feeling of like I'm here for a purpose and it is yet it is yet to unfold and and I somewhat still feel like that. I mm. feel I de- I feel more aligned than I've ever been and I feel like I'm certainly on the right path but yet the purpose may not be quite clear. I feel and exactly we, the same mate. Exactly the same. Like we we don't necessarily I think again you you know things unfold it's time but it's through our choices, right? Because um 
I, I don't believe in a predetermined um I think it's like yeah this is this is what you've been put here for but you've got so many choices and stuff within to that, get yeah, yeah. within that and, yeah so maybe I, the soul contract or your soul is maybe a framework that's maybe a way to look at it or or a blueprint but it's not a blueprint that's you can't deviate away from the blueprint that you can make changes to it and you can work within that framework but you can change it maybe that's another way of looking at it yeah and you can choose to sack it all off and just mm. drink alcohol and watch netflix for your whole life yeah and that's but but i also it's really interesting like listen to different philosophies and stuff if you believe in karma and past lives and stuff like that um that goes Ooh. in a whole nother kettle of fish but yeah. like if are you here from a past life I, I kind of I don't know are you here to fulfill a thing that will level you up on your next life I think that in, in, in um, I, I believe that in, I know in Tantra like in that thing of searching for enlightenment Tantra's a path through the embodiment it's not just about sex uh, it's about using being connected with our bodies are here mm. on this physical plane right so um i, I think I, I was listening to a, a, a tantra book the other day actually and it was um all about the spiritual and and achieving enlightenment and stuff and they kind of say if you once you achieve a certain level you get to choose the body you're in next or like you get yeah, to yeah, got you. you have more options over what you're reincarnated as basically but if you've done the work you reach a certain level, mm. you're going to be better off in the next. And I guess the idea is that each lifetime, you 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 progress and elevate each each time. Yeah, which I to me that. kind of makes sense. Um, so that that and that's maybe a good way to to almost wrap it up because that just boils back down to doing the work, whether you believe that or not. But let's say we we do believe that. Then to me that would, it trigger my mind to think, well, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to grow and evolve so that when I go to the next yeah. vessel, and, and, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've leveled up. Exactly. And even if you don't believe in it, what do you want to do? You want to make today better. How best to do that? Work on yourself. Yeah. So it all comes down to doing the work. Yeah. Because that's that's the only thing you can control is you and your thought processes. Yeah. So. And too many people, and they have done studies on this. Too many people lay on the deathbed with regrets don't they and they, yeah. they they're like well i wish i would have done this when i was 25 or 30 or mm -hmm. i wish i'd spent more time with so and so and you don't you don't want to be like that you want to get on that deathbed or or pass over to whatever's next knowing that you've 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 leveled up number one but also that you've, you've given it your best shot and you've done your very best and yeah, yeah. and there's going to be dark days and down days but know that what comes after the darkness the light yeah you want to feel like you've you know, at least chipped away at your true potential, mm. not just coasted and not shut your coasted. eyes through your life. Exactly. Unplug, man. <laughs> Definitely. Nice. I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. That was wicked. Just before we wrap up, mate, where can people go to find out more about you? Where can they consume your content? Where can they get your podcast, social, website, all of that jazz? Sweet. The, uh, the Make Ready podcast is on all platforms. Most active on social uh, social media is Instagram, Make Ready Daniel, and my website is MakeReadyMindset.com. So yeah, and they can book onto your retreats Perfect. via the website. Yeah, absolutely, everything's through that website. Blogs, podcast is all on there as well. So yeah, awesome. If you're in the area, drop down to a men's circle. Definitely get in touch. Highly recommended. Thank you.
We always end my podcast, as you know, because you're a you're not only a second time guest, but you also listen to my podcast. So big up for that. Thank you for being an avid listener. I love the content. I love everything like because it comes in all its shapes and forms from running to absolute woo woo spiritual stuff fucking love it yeah <laughs> there's something for everyone yeah definitely yeah, yeah i'm glad awesome, i'm glad man. that you say that i appreciate that and uh that's what that's what i do my best to do because everyone's different as we've already said and it's good to get different viewpoints and health wellness mind body spirit encompasses so many things Mm. there's so many different angles you can go from or go at so yeah yeah, that's what i do my best to do and that's it and the beauty is because i know you personally is exactly how you come across and like ever since i met you you've got this wonderful um attitude of abundance i started a podcast since meeting you you got a podcast you're not like you know you're encouraging you're supporting and that's the true beauty of this attitude Mm. is Let's elevate everyone up. Definitely. Work together. Drop the ego. Because it. it's rife in uh, health and fitness and spirituality. Oh, just just let it go, man. Drop it. And let's help help each other out. Lift each other up together. That's why if... I mean, I went on another... It'll be out, be out before this episode. So I went on another personal trainers yeah, yeah. podcast. And people might think, well, that's a competitor. I don't see things like that. I just think I'm not... We're not stepping on anyone's toes. We're, we're trying to help and support and grow together and help others and inspire others we need more people doing the work we need yeah. more people preaching this stuff we need more people talking about this stuff yeah so, yeah big props to you man big up yourself <laughs> and then we're going to do the spoken word soon which will be exciting yeah that's gonna be good we always end our podcast in the same way yeah and that's with a favorite quote so this can be one of your own it can be something from a film, something that inspires you. Just hit us with a piece of wisdom from a favorite quote to end the show, please, Daniel. It is not our abilities that show what we truly are. It is our choices. And that's from the big man himself, Albus Dumbledore. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. But that is powerful. It's our choices, not our abilities. Love it. Yeah. Blessings, man. Thank you so much for coming on, for being here. You're welcome, man. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Blessings. Peace and love, everyone. Thank you so much. That's a wrap on another episode of the Kinetic Fitness Show. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast episode with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, peace and love.